בוקר טוב, שבוע טוב, <coughs> שבוע טוב, today's daf is daf samach beis in Yevamis, as we learn for a refuah shalema for Allah ben Reuma and Yosef Azriel ben Chaim Michal. <coughs> so the bottom of samach ben beis, the Mishnah said there that a person should never stop propagating the flock, a person should always be involved in having children, unless, unless he already has children. Unless he already has children. We'll see another opinion in today's Gemara, uh, what the halacha is. However, the Mishnah said that if he has children already, then he doesn't have to, doesn't have, to have more children. We'll see, well, what's the, what's, what's the amount of children that you have to have? But before that, we'll just mention the Gemara said yesterday, we had different opinions, but even if he's had children, he should still have a wife. In other words, even if he's not going to uh, uh, get married anymore in order to have children, because he has children already, he's older already, uh, whatever, but he should still be, he should still not be without a wife. Lo Tobi should still have a wife. Others, there's another opinion that he, that he doesn't have to have a wife anymore, but the predominant opinion is that the person should always be married. And we'll see in the Gemara also like that. So what's the amount of children that you have to have in order to be, to fulfill at least the minimum in the Mishnah that you, you should, you shouldn't stop having children until you have the minimum. So the famous Machalik Bishamai says, you have to have two males, two boys, Basil says a boy and a girl, that's the mitzvah, that's how Loch point to Basil. We pass like Basil. Bottom of the page said, Beishamayom, two lines from the bottom, Samachon Basil, Beishnei's Harem. My time is, what's, what does Beishamay get to say? Do you have two males, no females? Where do you get it from? Zelfin Moshe, look at Moshe. He said, Moshe, Gershon, Be'alazar. He had two boys, he didn't have any girls. Basil, Basil says, no, Yafin and Be'alazar, look at the creation of the world. Adam and Chav, he had two people, a man and a woman. Why doesn't Beishamay learn from Beishamay? The world started with a man and a woman. Why didn't you say that's the minimum? You can't learn about In other words, the time beginning of the world, you had to have a man and a woman. Otherwise, the world could not have gone on. There couldn't have been any children without a man and a woman. That's, then it was impossible. But now that there are many people out in the world, if you have two boys, that's also good because they could marry other women. There's other people out there. Why didn't they learn from Moshe? Moshe wasn't following the halacha. He did it on his own. In other words, after he had two sons, he stopped uh, He stopped living with his wife because he had his own reasons, as we'll see. The Tanya Shloshin Mar Masa Moshe Bidata. Shlomo did it on his own without the original without the uh, the original consent of Akash Baruch Hu. But eventually his, his uh, das coincided with that of Hashem. And as Hashem agreed with what he did, even though Hashem didn't tell him to do that in advance. What were the three things that he did? Pierce Manisha, he left his wife after he had the two sons and he didn't have any more. Sometimes he can't, that's what he still says, he can't learn out from Moshe because Moshe uh, did it on his own. It wasn't that he was, wasn't fulfilling a mitzvah as if to say Hashem said, okay, you've had enough. It wasn't that. He did it on his own. And God agreed with him later on. What were the other two things that he did on his own? Vashiva says he broke the luchos, which God did not command him to do, but God agreed with him. Most of Yamechan, and he had one more day of pre where the people had to be. Uh, s- separated from um, uh, from their wives before greeting, uh, before uh, um, before um, before the revelation, before Hasinah. But yeah, before Madam. So those of you mechad pirshman isha maidash. What did he dash? Why did he why did he separate from his wife? Omer maishal shol debarim marshchameloti shab. Then Yisrael that Hashem only spoke with them at one time, only like at a, at a certain interval. The kavon zman he told them in advance when he's going to meet with them. Still, what did it say? Amr Torah Hashem said, I'll teach you, Alisha, separate from your wives for that time. Ani, 
I, Moshe of Moshe, God speak with me anytime. But look up if he give you a certain time. He can he can might call me in five seconds. He might come So certainly I should be separated from us. In other words, Hashem gave them advance warning of, of several days. And he's and uh, and and then they separated from their wives because he told them in advance, and it's only once in a while, but I God can call me anytime. I always have to be ready, so to speak. I always have to be uh, spiritually uplifted and separate from my wife. And therefore, uh, I should separate from my, uh, basically, permanently. His das agreed with that of God. Does God agree with him? says, Go tell them. Uh, Hashem told Moshe to tell them, okay, now you can return to your wives. Olechem means their wives, so their tents, their wives. But you stay here with me. They can all return, but you stay with me. Meaning Hashem agreed with him that he should separate from his wife. So the idea here was this is why Basil says he can't learn out from Moshe because Moshe did it on his own. God agreed with him, but did it on his own. It wasn't fulfilling a mitzvah. Shiva es aluchos. He broke the luchos as we all know. My darsh, why did he do that? Amrah pesach, which is only one of the 613 mitzvahs. A person who is a stranger should not eat that. A Torah, Meaning, not only not only uh, non-Jews, but people shenesnaker libel of sheshemayim. In other words, a person who was an apostate was not supposed to be taken the korban pesach. Torah kula. If you look at the whole Torah, they're rejecting the whole Torah. Ben Yisrael is now dancing with the idol. The Yisrael mumram, they're all apostates. Allah's coming, coming. Certainly, uh, they have no place with the Torah, and therefore he felt he broke he broke the luchos. The scheme of idol does and he agreed. God agreed with the Siv. Asher shibarta. Right, he says, and, and, and Hashem told Moshe to replace the uh, luchos asher shibart that you broke. Asher shibarta is the lotion of yasher koach. Yasher kochacha. Good job. Good job. Your, your, your strength be straightened out. In other words, be strong. Yasher you did the right thing. Asher shibarta means yasher koach shibarta. Hosef Yomecha bidaito. He added all, also one day. Uh, to the days of separation. Why? My daughter says, Hashem said to Moshe, this is in the Israel, Hashem said to Moshe, make yourself so separate from your wife, separate today and tomorrow. Now he told him this on Wednesday, right? But he darshaned, so Moshe darshaned, Hayom Kamachar. Now, if he told him in the middle of Wednesday to separate for today and tomorrow, well, tomorrow is a full day. Tomorrow starts Wednesday night into Thursday. That's a full 24 hours. But today was already middle of the day. So he figured, listen, today should be like tomorrow. Just like tomorrow, the night is with the day. It's a full 24 hours. Today should also be uh, uh, the night with the day, a full 24 hours. And since we don't have the full 24 hours, I'll start really tomorrow. In other words, Tonight, today's night already passed. It was Tuesday and already passed. It was Wednesday now. So he said, So it must be, It must be when Hashem said, Sanctify yourselves today and tomorrow. He didn't mean today, Wednesday and Thursday. It must have meant Thursday and Friday together with today because today's already halfway gone. The Shemamna Trayyum will have two days besides today. The scheme of Daitel Dasamakam, Hashem agreed with him. The Loshar Shechina at Shabsa, because the revelation did not take place until Shabbos. So even though he told him Wednesday, he said, sanctify yourselves today and tomorrow, Moshe Darshan, today and tomorrow must be two full days, just like tomorrow is a full day, 24 hours, today also. And today's already halfway gone. So we won't count today, Wednesday, we'll count Thursday and Friday. And Hashem agreed with him. Even though Hashem told him two days, it really meant Thursday and Friday, and Hashem revealed himself. So those are the three things that Moshe did in his own and Hashem agreed with him, and one of them was 
separating from his wife after he only had two two boys. He didn't have the girls. So Moshe, therefore, Basil says he killed enough Moshe about Pruvu because Moshe was a special case. He stopped on his own. Whereas normally you have to have a boy and a girl. Tanya, another Shita in Beishamah is not like you saw in the Mishnah, Beishamah says two boys like Moshe, rather two boys and two girls. Beisol says, no, Zachary Kabel, like you saw in the Mishnah, Amr of Luna, my time of Nelson. What's Rav Nelson? Why does Rav Nelson say, according to Beishamah, not just two boys like Moshe, but rather two boys and two girls? So it says, Batos of Lord as Achib as Hevel. Adam and Chabe gave birth first to Cain and Tevel. It says, Batosla, she, she continued to give birth. S. Achib, his brother, S. Hevel. So he learned out from S. Achib, S. S. and S. And there was also a girl born with them. Because how do they have children? How do they have children? How did Kain and Hevel propagate? You know, how did they have children if there was no girls? They had girls. S. Achim said, Hashem, Hevel, Vachoso, Vachai, Vachoso. That's S. Achim, S. Hevel. S means Hevel had a sister and Kain had a sister. That is afterwards, after Kain killed Hevel, it says, Afterwards, Chava continued to have another child. She had Shays, that we all, we all descended from, Seth. Because a God gave me another Tachas Hevel in place of Hevel Kiaragohayim. Oh, what does that mean? Kishasli, God gave me another one to replace it. In other words, as if to say that he had two boys and two girls, Adam Machabe had two boys and two girls, and when one of them was killed, he had to replace him. So you see over here, Rashi says uh, that um, you know, you have to have two boys and two girls. What about the Rabbonan? In Beisham, and our mission said Beisham says you only have two boys. So what about Kishasu? He says, Hashem gave me another one to replace it because you need a minimum of two and two. Rabbanan who say you only need two boys, Rabbanan in Beishamai, who the Kamodis, he simply is uh, thanking God. Thank you for giving me another one. Thank you. Thank you for giving me another one. It doesn't mean you had to replace it. So he just says that um, it's a replacement. That's all. It's a replacement. So do you who the motor. I wrote here the side that the Rabbanan could have answered. What do you have to give us the answer and say? The uh, who learned by Shemay says it's two boys. They're learning the pasuk. He's simply thanking God, not that it's a replacement. Even according to Rabbanan Beishamai, that you only need two boys, you could also learn the pasuk. That is a replacement because according to Beisham, according to Beishamai, you leave the Rabbanan in the Mishnah. You still need two boys. So if one of the boys was killed, you need another one. So it's with so uh, a little bit of a question. Why did they have to say, oh, do you come out He could have just said, yeah, the Rabbanan said, yeah, you had to replace him because he need two boys. Rav Nassim says, Beishamai says, he need two boys and two girls. Uh, from the Pasuk, you don't see the two girls. The Pasuk, you see two girls as S and S. Tells you the two girls. But Kishas Lukim Zerachir is really going on the boy. Not such a strong group. Tanya Idach. Another Brysa. Another Brysa. Another Machot. What 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 was the Machot Beishamai's hill? Rav Nassim Beishamai Yom Zacharni Keiva. Now, according to this sheet in, in Rav Nassim, that Beishamai is the one who says he needs Zacharni Keiva. Beishamai says, oh, Zacharni Keiva, one child, male or female, is good enough. That's what Beishamai says, according to Rav Nassim. Omar of my time, Rav Nassim, what's Rav Nassim? So what's Rav Nassim? So we see only the only one child. Shemit says, Pasi has lost so for all the Shevis Yitzara. We know Lamaisa, the mitzvah proves who's only on men, right? The mitzvah proves only on men, not on women. Women don't have a mitzvah, so they're not mitzvah why they can't. Hashem gave them a motherhood instinct that they want to have children, and that's why it works, because obviously a man can't have a child without a woman. So the overall, the Shevis Yatsra tells us that what? That Hashem did not create the world for nothing. He created it in order to inhabit the world, that people should have children. He had a child. He continued the, continued the, uh, uh, the population 
you know, and they continued to having children, continued the human race. So that's good enough. According to Basil, the way Rav Nussel and Basil, Itmar. So now we have, we have three opinions over here as the Machlokas, right? According to, uh, according to uh, two opinions, according to the mission, according to one sheet, Rav Basil says a boy and a girl, according to one opinion, Rav Nussel says only either one is good enough. Itmar. Here's an interesting question. A man had children when he was a guy. While he was a guy, before he converted, he had children. Let's say a boy and a girl, whatever he had. With a guy, and now he converted. Does he have to have more children? To become this or not? He had children. He had his children already. Why? Because he had children. He had children. So he had children. They're still his children. They're still physically his children. We have back in the base that a Geras Megayer is like a new child. It's like a new person. It's like a brand new person. So what he had when he was, that was when he was a guy, but when he was a Jew, he didn't have any children. So he has to have children now again. That's a machlok based on Bashamek. They go according to reasoning based on Bashamek. Let's say he had children before and now he's Megayer. What about a Bechor? The rules of Nachla are different for Jews and for non Jews. Even if there are, even if the halachas of nachla for goyim comes from the Torah, but for Jews we have the rule that a bechor gets a double share when there are uh, boys and girls. Only the boys get, not the girls. Goyim don't have those rules. Goyim have a rule that all the children inherit equally. There's no such, there's no difference. So the question over here was when he was he had children before, and now he has new children. Is there a union of bechor? While he was a guy, there's no bechor. There's no difference. Whatever children he had, he had. Right? They're all equally. But now when he's when he's Megayer, is the next, if he has a firstborn son, is, does he get a double share? And do the boys take, uh, and the girls don't get anything? Because you had children already, so there's no Bechor anymore. Dahavilik is already had. Doesn't more doesn't discuss what about, um, what about if he had girls now? Presumably the girls that he had and the boys that he had before, that, that's another question, who gets the Nachla? Because the girls and the boys had well, the guy would get equally, whereas the girls that he had when he was a Jew get nothing if there are boys. If he was, if he was in a guyer, and then the guy his children, it'd still be new. The same thing would be. It'd still, be, they're, they're still they're, right. No, they're not his children. No, so according to Bielchuran, it's okay. They don't even have to be guy the children because they're still his children. He doesn't have to. He has no mitzvah approval anymore. But according to Bielchuran, also there's no even bechor anymore. Uh, he's already had his first, the first strength, and his firstborn male son is his Bechor, even though he's a Bechor of a guy. He's a Geisha Bechor, and he has no uh, rules of, um, he has no rules of, uh, of, first, of, 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 of firstborn. Pardon? Primogeniture. What is that called? That's, that's what uh, Bechor is, the primogeniture, that he, the firstborn. Uh, firstborn, okay. So, yeah, so but the point is, in this case, there would be no Primal, whatever you call it, there is none because because while he's a guy, there's no difference. There's no difference on children, and now when he's a guy, Jew, there's no bechor because he already had a bechor. He already had his, his physical firstborn. Why? Because He's a new person now. He's brand new, and uh, we will see also what about when he dies. Do his who inherits him? That's another question that's discussed. Uh, that's discussed. Now the two inherits him, the guy or the Jews. Apparently, all do. But Sricha, why do you have to tell me about the machlokas in both cases? Rishlakshin and Biochman argue both in terms of was Mekayim Puvu already or not, and also is there Bechol Nachat? So you can tell me the first case. Rabbi Biochman says that he was already Mekayim Puvu. Because the way Rashi learns, even Goyim have Allah Puvu. Because Hashem told Bnei Noach, Bnei Pirivu, Rivinu, 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 Rivinu,
Tosas learns a little bit different. Tosas says that they don't actually have the mitzvah of Puravu, but at least the children follow the parents. In other words, he's still considered his children. Either way, Rabbi Yochanan says, you don't have to have, you don't, you don't, you don't have to Mekayim Puravu anymore. You already Mekayim it before Ninu. However, you were Mekayim with a boy and girl, let's say, according to Beis Hillel. Avalinya Nachla, Dalabane Nachla Ninu, Goyim Dem Nachla, maybe it's Mother No. The, the, the Goyim don't have the halachas of Yerusha, Nachla, Gepachor, and girls and boys like, like, the, uh, like the Jews. And therefore, therefore now, when he becomes Jew, now the rules of Nachla should start applying now. I would think Rabbi Yochan's mother to Rishlokish, Kamashma and Rabbi Yochan's not mother to Rishlokish. Rabbi Yochan argues in both cases that what he had when he was a Goy counts. Remember, his children are his children, and there's no more, there's the rules of Bechor of, of, uh, don't apply anymore because he already had his children. So Vietnam, Baha Bakamash, if you tell me the second case with Nahl, I mean the Arishlokish says the law is that way, that what? That now he's a poor because before he didn't have a rules of Bahor or not. Abu Bahi, but in terms of being the kind of mitzvah, those are his children. So maybe he doesn't have the kind of mitzvah. I think he'd be much of Yochanan that you no longer has a mitzvah proof. He was already Mekhan mitzvah before. Srika, therefore, if you tell me the machlokus is in both cases, both Rabbi Yochanan says that when you had children while you were going, they count. And they count in the sense that there's no more uh, Bechor going forward. Ace Rabbi Yochanan Rishlokish, he has the following question. You say, Rishlokish says that what? That the children that you have when you're going don't count. That was his name, Barach Baladin Ben Baladin. It's the same partial name as his father, Melech Bavl. So you see over here that a son follows the father. Ben Baladin. The son follows the father uh, even when they're Goyim. So why do you say here? Oh, when he becomes a Jew, Rish Lakish says he wasn't a kindness for Purubu. Even the Goyim were kindness for Purubu. While he's a Goy, then he has ancestry between him and his father. They're considered descendants. The lineage goes through. Once he's Megayer, because Gershon Oskarov doesn't count anymore. In other words, he's the son of his father. The Goy is the son of his father, the Goy, as long as they're Goyim. But once the son is Megayer, he's no longer considered the son of the father. Or if the father's Megayer, those kids aren't his kids anymore. Omarab. How come modem everybody's more than an Evid? Uh and Evid kind of has no has no lineage. Avram told Moshe, you guys stay here with the donkey. Like a donkey that has no lineage, has no ancestry, the same thing by uh, by uh another kasha. Ulitsiva, he was a guy, Hamisha Sarban, he was a he was a guy who was a an Evid. Uh Rashi says here that he's an Evid, Evid Knani Shamathiboshaya. He had 15 sons, Esram about him in 20 slaves. You see, even a guy has, even if a county has, has uh, children, or Yaakov, Kapar and Bakar. Of course, he has children. He, he, like an animal, an animal also has children, like the, like a bull, the son of a, of a cow. Also, it's a, it's a son of them, but he doesn't have any, not considered uh, like a family, he doesn't go with a family name, not considered like his uh, father. Yochi, Hachanami. So, why don't you say the same thing over here? By Braden, Bladach, Bladen, why did you ask Kash and say that he does have chiyas, he does have descendancy or lineage while he's a goy? Say also, he's just like the, like a par ben bakr, he's a shiny husband there, because it mentions the name, Shmadabun, mentions his name, Bradach, Bladen, Ben Bladen, mentions the name and the name of his father, then you see that there's lineage. But when a person just says, let's see, they had 15 sons, it just means like a cow had 15 uh, calves. <laughs> but over here it doesn't say his name, just says that Siva had 15 sons. Or we find in another place, we find another place where we mention the father and the grandfather to show you that um, 
that they did have uh, they did have descendancy. The guy have descendancy. The chiv by Yishalchem and Melch Asa El Ben Hadad Ben Tavrima Ben Chesio Melch Aram Ayoshi with the Mesek Leimor. So you see, even the grandfathers mentioned. So while while they're goyim, they are definitely they're definitely his lineage. But when they when they convert, then there's no lineage. Uh, that's what Beishamai will uh, will argue. Beishamai will argue that. But Beishol still says, if you had children when you were going, you're Megayer, those children count, and you, you're Makai in the midst already. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't continue to have children, but it means you are Makai in the midst. It marks. When it says you have to have children, according to Beishol, let's say in the Mishnah, a boy and a girl, according to Beishamai, two boys. Let's say according to Mishnah, or however you learn, according to Nasan. However, whatever the mitzvah is, he had the children and they died. Without having children, they died without getting married. Uh, or is that help for the mitzvah or not? Because it's simply to have children. You had children. Whether they continue to have children is, is immaterial. Until all the souls in this body called guf are um, are finished. Meaning, until they're all, they've all been accounted for. They've all exited. Shnemar kiruch mafanayato, because the spirit from before me will be unwrapped. And it says, and the pasuk goes on in neshamas. In other words, there's a there's an area, there's a room, a building, whatever, up in the heavens, which is called guf, and there all the neshamas are stored. He says, and the point is, is that while all the neshamas are stored, meaning people gave birth to a person and they use that neshama. All the neshamas have been used up. That's when it's, that's when uh, Mashiach will come. But the idea here is that the key is that you have to have children. Having a child makes the neshama come out. Makes the neshama a, a place for that neshama to uh, to exist. Like Rabbi Wein tells a famous uh, story that after the Shoah, when Rabbi when he was a rabbi in Miami in the in the 60s, the uh, the Panavicharov came there and he met with the young couples. And the Rabbi Wine says, look, they're not going to give you much money. They're just newly married. They don't have any, you know, they haven't yet earned any money. He says, no, I want to talk to them. And he said, listen, there's a million and a half neshamas of children from the Shoah who were killed. And the neshamas are flying around looking for bodies. Mm. You need to have children for those neshamas to go into those bodies. He says, and a year later, like there was a lot of children born. You know, that's what he said that uh, he told me. The neshamas need a place to go. And anyway, so here when the Shamas are all gone, so Ravunashit is listen, you gave birth to somebody, and the Shama had the place to go. That's it's not important whether that person all had further had children. That's Ravunashit. If he had children and they died without having any children, you need to inhabit the world. The whole purpose is not just to have the children and stop right there, those are for them to continue with Shevis Yasrabina, and that we don't have Mace so now we have Kasha on Rafuna. Rafuna says it's enough to have the children without uh, without them having further propagated, without having them have their children. It says B'nai Banam Arinkabanam, a famous line. B'nai Banam Arinkabanam, having having grandchildren is like having sons, right? So the Kasha is, Rashi explains the question is like this. The assumption over here is like this: that a person had a son, let's say a grandfather had a son, and the son died, but the son before he died had another son. He had a son. Okay, so it says in what sense? And that son, that grandson, could join uh, a girl that the grandfather had. The grandfather had, let's say, a daughter and a son, a daughter and a son. And now uh, this son died, but before he died, he had a child. So that grandson 
together with his with his aunt, right? His father's sister count uh, for the boy and the girl that a person is required to have. So that's what we're assuming right now. So what do you see uh, that you have to have a boy and a girl? And uh, in other words, the time the reason why he's making the mitzvah assuming that is the why because because the son who died had a grandson. In other words, a grandson to the to the grandfather he had a boy. And then it, then it works. But if he wouldn't have had that, if the son would have died without having children, lokayim, the shevet being of kash l'rab, it's a kash on rab. In other words, you have to you have to uh, propagate the world. You have to propagate the world, even though before we said one or the other is good enough for Shevas Yatra in one sheet and Rav Nassim, the one or the other. But here Rabbi Yochanan is saying, no, according to Basil, that says you have to have a boy and a girl. You have to have a boy and a girl who are going to continue the race. It's not enough just to have them uh, have a child, you know, be born and not have children. So even though it's not dependent on him, they have to have the children. It's not something that he can, uh, it's also not dependent you're going to have a boy and a girl. A person could be married and have. 30 children and, and all be, all be a, either a boy or a girl. It's not up to him. He can't uh, determine that. Still, he's not the kind of mitzvah. So if he has a grandson who can, a grandson with his daughter count for a boy and a girl. But if he didn't have a grandson, the son would have died. It's Mashburi. He's not Yotze. So it's a proof to Rabbi Yochum against Rabbi Yochum. No. There it simply means to be Mashlam that means this. Let's say he only had a boy. He only had a boy. He only had one son. And that son got married and he had a girl. In other words, that's what we see. That for man only had a boy. He only had one child and he had a boy. And now that son got married and had a girl. Oh, so a boy and a girl did emanate from the grandfather, you know, directly or indirectly. He had a boy and a girl. That's what he means to say. But if he had children and if he had a, a children and they died without having any children, then you're not Yodsei. So that's what he's saying. That's Gitanya Hashlam to be Mashlam that if he only had a son, but the son had a girl, that could also be Mashlam the Chi of a boy and a girl. Here, so that's so that Rafuna was able to get out of. But here this price it says, you have grandchildren or like sons, Mesachim, if one of them died, Oshim sorry turned out to be a eunuch or a, 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 a sterile. Lokaim Purvrib is not because you have to have children who can propagate. If he can't continue to propagate, then he's not Makai Mitzvah. In other words, you have to have a boy and a girl, and you could even have a boy, and if he has a girl, that's also good, but you have to at least have a boy and a girl who are going to continue to have children. And if they can't or they die, then you're not Yodse, according to that's what Yochan says on the Kasha on Rafuna. You know, that's a uh, so the Rebbe told my uh, my uh, grandfather, my great grandfather rather, my great my grandfather died when he was um, uh, when he, you know he died a, a young man, and his father came and complained to the Rebbe and said, "Look, you know uh, his son died," and the Rebbe said, "Bnei Banim Arayim Kabanim." You know what I mean? Your, your grandchildren is like. Uh, Grandchildren is also like that. You have grandchildren, that's that's good enough too. All right. Savara Bayelameimar bra lebra bra So we say over here, grandchildren are like the children. In other words, if he had a, he only had a son, but the son had a daughter, that's also good. So Savara Bayelameimar. Okay, a son takes the place of a son. Bra and a daughter takes the place of a daughter. Koshkin bra And certainly, if uh, he had a daughter and they had a son, that's also good. Bra no. Maybe. 
if if the son had a daughter, maybe that's not as good. In other words, if the son if the son died and but he left a daughter, that doesn't take the place of a son. But maybe he's only the same sex, or if a son took the place of a girl, because the son is kind more mitzvahs. Makes no difference. As long as there's grandchildren, it makes no difference what their sex is. It's uh, the key is to, to propagate the world. And there you have. Everybody agrees, though, that two from one is not good. Notice you have to have a boy and a girl. But if you have a, uh, a boy and then the boy had a son and a girl, that, uh, had a son and a daughter, that's not good enough. Think more below. You should get married. You should get married. He wasn't married, but Oled Banin should have sons. The sons of my daughter are good enough. So what do you see over here? It's mashma that if he only had a daughter and the daughter had a son and a girl had, had, had sons, that's good enough. In other words, even though I only have a daughter, but if I have children, both boys and girls who came from her, that's good enough. He was simply giving them an answer. He was pushing them off. He wasn't answering them halachically. Rav Sheshes became sterile from Rav Huna's long drushes. Rav Huna would give long drushes and, and uh, Rav Sheshes had to urinate and he couldn't leave out of cover. He couldn't walk out of the shear and they held it in so long that eventually it ruined his uh, the plumbing inside and he couldn't have children anymore. So he said, oh, that's good enough. But he didn't want to go into the explanation and explain his whole uh, urology uh, uh, you know, diagnosis there. He didn't want to explain the whole thing. So he told him that. But the truth is that they both hold the Bible, both mashma. You have to have a boy and a girl. But um, if if you had a daughter, let's say, and and the daughter had a boy and a girl from there, that's not good enough. You have to have from your own, you have to have two separate uh, lines of bo- a, a boy and a girl. Where do you get this idea? We understand that a son for a son, okay, he had a son and he had a son. So, but the son of a son is like the sons. But where do you get the idea that the sons of daughters is also considered that? The children But how do we know that the, that the uh, son of a daughter is good enough? Still, he says, Abai and Rabba say that if you had both a son and a daughter, just from the daughter, that may not be good enough. But if you had a son and a daughter, you had a son and a daughter, and the daughter had a son, that's considered like Bonham, even if his son eventually died, that might be considered good enough. Where do you get that from? Um, what did he tell Yaakov? The girls are my, the daughters are my daughter. They're my sons. Uh, you got everything from me. It's not yours. So Abadis is telling me that what? That the Abadis say that the, the children of the daughters are also mine. Abadis Benosa, so you're going to also say that it's Elchanami. Doesn't mean that it's literally from him. Oh, the Kodesh means that you bought them from me. You got everything from me. Achanami the Kodesh You took them from me. That's what it means. It doesn't mean a Baruch Benosai that Bnei Baramikabam El Mehochah says Va'achar Ba'Chetzron Chetzron, who was descended from Yehuda, came El Bas Machir to the daughter of Machir, who came from Menashe. Avigal Avatel Lo Es Segov, and he had birth. He gave birth to to she gave birth to Segov. Except Mini Machir Yard Mechokim from me for out of Machir. Came lawgivers. Yehuda is my lawgiver. So here he says like this: that the children of the girl of, of uh, Bas Machir, right? Uh, he came to the Bas Machir. He, he gave children, had children, and he said those children are lawgivers. But the lawgivers came from Yehuda. So the father, the the paternal descendancy was from Yehuda. 
whereas the maternal descendancy came from Bas Machir, and still she's called Yardu Can you still say that the those children are considered his children? So you see that the children, even from your daughter, are considered your children. B'nai Banim, Banim, like Rashi said, B'nai Bito, B'nai Banim is, uh, uh, Bito are also considered. The sons of your sons are considered your children, and the sons of your daughters are also considered your children. Still, as we said before, according to Basil, you have to have a boy and a girl, and uh, if you if you had a boy and the boy had a had a son and the girl had a, and the girl had a, had a had a girl, that's for sure. You also you'll say even if the son and daughter died, but they left the son and the daughter subsequently grandchildren. That's also okay. If they if two came out of one though, if you only had a daughter and then the daughter had a son and a girl, maybe not like we said before. Going back to our mission, our mission said, okay, so this is in terms of the second part of the Mishnah. You have to have a boy or girl or two boys or two boys and two girls, or is one good enough? That was Machlech B'Sham Yisil, et cetera. And in terms of uh, if you had a Goy, if they had a Mali or a Goyim, do they count them out according to Yochan? They do. Uh, but still, uh, you have to have two children who can, who, can propagate, who can propagate the race. But the beginning of the Mishnah said that a person should not stop having children unless he already had children. But if he had children already, he doesn't have to have children anymore. It's enough for him maybe just to get married, marry a woman who can't have children anymore or a Kara, or an older woman, or whatever. Uh, you, you, maybe you should get married, but, um, but you don't have to have children anymore. However, uh, there was another opinion, you don't even have to get married. Now he said, even the mission says you should be, you, should, you don't have to have children anymore. It's not like a Mishu. At the time of Mishu, Omer, Nasa Adam, uh, Nasa Adam, if you got married when you were young, he said, we should, we should still get married when he's older. Right, right, you should always get married. When you get young, you should, even if you don't have a wife now, you should still get married when you're older. If you had children when you're young, you should continue mentioned this yesterday, right? I forgot where it was, but it's on the next stop. In the morning, plant your seeds. And don't withhold in the evening. Don't, hold, don't withhold your hand in the evening. You don't know which ones are going to be more fit. Now let's continue to have children even when you're older. Even, even if you're Makayim mitzvah approval already, you can still continue to have children, says Rabbi Yeshua, because you don't know who's going to work out, how the kids will work out, who's going to be good. Both be good. Always don't take any chances. Always continue because you don't know how things are going to work out. But gives us the possibility of referring to learning Torah. You should learn Torah when you're young. Even if you learn Torah, not Torah. Even if you learn when you're young, you should still learn when you're older. Uh, you should always continue learning, even though you learned already. You had students when you were young. You should continue teaching. Same pasuk in the morning, plant your seeds, but in the evening, don't withhold. You should continue. Amru, they said. Right, Migvas ad Antipras. He had twelve thousand pairs of students. Twenty-four thousand students had Rabbi Kiva. We know they all died at this time, right? They shall own Nanu covered Zebazeb because they were not, they didn't honor one another, they didn't act towards each other properly, and they all died. And the world was desolate, Achabar Bekiva told Bekiva because they were all, all the students were dead. Achabar Bekiva came to the rabbis in the south, the Shunalem, and he taught them. Who were the five rabbis? Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon, and Rabbi Ben Shemur. These were the five Tanam, the five students of Rabbi Kiva. The Haim Haim Amiru Torah, and they, can, they revived the Torah of Shah at that time. Because otherwise, had they not, uh, had these five rabbis not been taught and they further taught the rest of the Jewish people, it would have been lost. They all died at this time of year during the Sphira. 
Pesach Atzeros. That's why we're knowing Abels at this time. They all died a cruel death. Mahi, what did they die from? It's like choking. It's a, it's a croup or some disease of the throat where they were like choking. It was a very difficult death. Omar Basam. That you should continue having children and being married even when a person is older. A person has no wife. He's living without any joy, below brach, without blessing, below tov, without any good. Where do we see these things? Below simcha, it says, you will be happy with your house. Your household means your wife. That means without your wife, you can't be happy. Below brach, without blessing, you'll sip, laniach, brocha, el beisecha. Talks about when you give to him some brocha, beisecha, to your wife. The blessings for the house come through the wife. Below tov, without good, sip, below tov, es levado, right? Below tov, a person's a low tov. He doesn't have tov if he doesn't have a wife. Moreover, I mean, they said in there, below Torah, below choma, means without Torah and without a wall. Below Torah, the sib, if, if, if I don't have this, this help, uh, be if I don't have this help, meaning his wife, the Tushia Nidhameni, my Torah will be lost. Tushia means my strength, meaning my learning, my Torah, because he'll have to be, he'll have to be deal with the household and all the stuff that the wife takes care of, and he'll forget his learning. She surrounds the man and she protects him. You know that. Your household is peace. Oh, lechem means your wife, as we said. Um, the shuvu um, means your wife. So, oil is your wife. you will have peace. In other words, why will you have peace? Rash explains v'yadata kishol ma'avecha. What does that mean? Um, that bizman shilcha oil ain't all ishto shenem shuvu lechem, and she will be at peace. Fokarata navcha velotechta, and you will visit your a habitation and you won't sin, right? So that means that uh, she will bring you your wife, meaning that your wife brings you peace. Uh, if a person knows that his wife is a uh, God-fearing woman and um, and he doesn't visit her, meaning he doesn't uh, fulfill his uh, husband, ob- husband, husband obligations, here the When you know that she is shalom, and you know that when you know that your wife is shalom is is complete, that she is God fearing, and uh, therefore she is uh, she's a good woman. And if you don't visit her, then 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 you're sinning. But if you, if you know she's God fearing, you should visit her, and therefore you will not be a sinner. When a person is going out on the road, those days we went off for a road for months, months, if not years at a time. So a person should visit his wife before In other words, you should again below sechta because you know your wife is good and she's waiting for you. Because when a person, when a wife is when the husband's about to leave, then she has more desire for him. And therefore he should visit her and not and not sin. They also have to be learned out from the beginning of Breshis. It says, and you will desire your husband. When she knows he's going to leave, then she is more desirous of him uh, before, before he leaves. And you learn out from there. That's speaking about the Pasuk of Yadat that she's good, meaning near the time of her. Uh, yes, normally she has a desire, but if it's also a time when it's near her period that she should, that even though it's near her period and normally uh, relations are forbidden at that time, still, if, she's, if he's about to leave on a long trip, then there's a special heter for him to have to deal with her before he leaves. We don't pass like that today, but 
that's that that the Gemara says. In other words, if she's normally she's about to see, she's expecting her period later that day. Uh, still, he can sleep with her that day if it's talking about a case where he's leaving for a long period of time. That's only if he's going out for, let's say, business. He's going to, to not, not for a mitzvah, well, bar mitzvah, <coughs> but he's going for a mitzvah maturity, then he's too busy doing the mitzvah. And um, and then he shouldn't, uh, <coughs> bar mitzvah, he's involved with the mitzvah, he doesn't have to visit his wife, or because if he's Beelzebub with the Tashmish, he won't do the mitzvah, so then he's not obligated. <coughs> a person who loves his wife, Gufa, loves his wife as much as he loves himself, and he honors her more because, meaning he'll he'll uh, clothe her and buy her jewelry because a woman's uh, a woman's busha is greater when she's not dressed properly and she's not uh, you know, properly uh, uh, adorned. Uh, so if he if he honors her more than his own body, a person leads his children, teaches his children in the proper way, and he marries them off at puberty when, when they're young. In those days, they married them off even younger than today, but don't wait too long. All of the customers of the Pasuk says about him, you know that your house is at peace, uh, your house is at peace and your house is your wife, etc. and your family. If a person who loves his neighbors, from a person who uh, brings near his relatives, you know, this, is, this takes an effort sometimes, you know, to love your neighbors and and bring your, bring your relatives close. I know, say, as a person who marries his sister's daughter, it's a, it's a mitzvah to marry the niece, of, a, uh, his brother's daughter or his, or his daughter's daughter, because his daughter's daughter, since he's usually a person's closer with his sisters and with his brothers, so therefore he'll come to love her more because he's close with them. A person lends money to a poor person when he needs it, when the person, when he's oppressed, all of the of the Pasuk is about him, well, you will call out, Hashem will answer you too when you do these good things. Lend money to the poor when they need it and the car of people and do the right thing. Uh, when you call out, Hashem will answer you. When you cry out, Hashem will answer and say, here I am. Omar Abelazar, a person doesn't have a wife, he's not a person. When there's a when there's a man and a woman together, then he's called Adam. That's how he darshans the pasuk. Of course, that's not the literal translation. But he then he's called another when he has a, when he has a wife. Amar Blazer, call him she'ain lo karka. If he have no land, also enam she'emar shemaim shemam shemar. It's something you're You're supposed to have some land. Go buy property. Amar Blazer, my desiv eselo ezer konegdo. I will make a help for him opposite him. Zocha, famous line. Zocha, zocha. If he zocha to a good wife, she will also she will help. Lo zocha. If she doesn't, if he's not zocha, she will be opposite. She'll always be fighting with him, correcting him, always uh, in fights. Speak it on me. There will be strife in the household. Speak it on me. Some say Rabloza Ramik said he has a following steer. It says Kinagdo. We're creating a connector. Kinagdo means she will smite him. She will hit him. And the other, and we read it as Kinegdo. Zocha Kinegdo. If he's zocha, if he merits, he's got a good wife and he treats her nicely. She will, uh, she will be uh, opposite of me. She will correct him and she will be with him. She will support him. That's a good word. She will support him. Lo zacha. He's not zacha in the guy, so she'll, there'll be strife in the house. Finally, Omer Lake Sivit says, Eselo Ezer. It says, Hashem said, I will make a help for Adam Rishon. How does she help him? If you bring in wheat from the field, is that what you're going to eat? Are you going to eat the wheat or are you going to turn it into bread? Right? You, you, can't, you can't eat the wheat. If he brings in flax or linen from the field, Pishnah says he dressed as he wears that wears. He needs somebody to sew it and to process it. 
that turns out that, he, that she light, enlightens his eyes and makes him stand on his feet. In other words, a woman's support in whichever form it took place. In those days, the woman would grind the uh, wheat and turn it into bread, and they would uh, take the flax and turn it into clothing. That's what women did in those days. Today, many times they just have a job and they support him while he's learning or whatever it is. Whatever the situation is, however it works out, whatever the economy is, we'll see later on the advice is good to, uh, good to work, not just to do agriculture. Uh, she supports him and that's what, that was, that's what makes a good family. It says, this time, a bone of my bone and a flesh from my flesh. What do you mean? Uh, Adam, at the, at the very beginning, had, uh, uh, he had relations with all animals, all the animals and the, all the animals and all the wild animals. But he wasn't satisfied until he came with Chav. In other words, Zosapam, Hashem uh, let him, Hashem created the, the woman. Because before that, when he lived with all these uh, different animals, he wasn't, he wasn't, didn't feel uh, satisfied. All the people of the land were blessed through you, through Avram Avinu. Not just benivrichu could be translated as blessed, could also be blessed as grafting, like lavrich, like you're grafting a tree. I have two great blessings to graft into the Jewish people. And Nama, the Ammonite, who was the mother of Rechavim. So, uh, and from these people, kings and, and prophets came out. So I'm going to, I have two good blessings that are going to be grafted into you. Like remember it says that a third of the Tanam were, were converts. And, and they say that the Neshamas of the converts were also at our Sinai, but Hashem kept them and they instilled, they, they gave us more strength, not just physical, but uh, spiritual strength too, uh, that, with, that by invigorating the Jewish people with, with uh, good blood. Uh, what does that mean? Even, even uh, um, families that dwell on the ground, meaning agriculturalists, they're only blessed because of Israel. And all the nations of the world, even uh, ships that travel from far away from Galia to Spania, eventually even the uh, the craftsmen and the people who work on the seas, the sailors, etc., they will still they will come down and work on the ground. They will come down from their ships, all the uh, people who hold the oars, the sailors, the, uh, the, the, uh, the sailors, all the people who work on the, on the, uh, on the ships, they will come down to the land. In other words, eventually, all the people who have to go travel in the world to uh, to make a parnas or whatever, they will come back and work the land. There is no, uh, there's no work, there's no uh, job let, uh, of a lesser, lower level than work in the field. I guess that's why we have all the tie in the Arab workers. The Jews don't want to do that, right? They will go down. He saw a field that had uh, uh, um, cabbage planted um, on its width, Amale said he said either to the workers or to the field, even if you plant it on the length, it's better to do business than you know it's, it's a limited amount of money you can learn from earn from agriculture, you're better off in business. Uh Rav Al Lebani Shivli, he went uh, Rav entered the among the uh, standing stalks of corn of the, the, the 
of the grains. Chazinu the Kanaf, you saw them waving back and forth in the wind. Amalu, Inaf is a snufay. Even if you if you wave all you want, hafuchah biskatavin, it's better to uh, to uh, do to do business. Uh, that's not that's a poor way to earn money. Amar of a meyazuzi biska. If a person spends a hundred dollars or hundred zuz in work, call yuma biskacham. Each day he'll have meat and wine. Meyazuzi barber. If he invests hundred zuz in the land, milcha v'chafura. All he have is salt and uh, and vegetables. The erik minatvur that didn't grow too much. Lo edel elamag not magnale hour. He has to sleep on the agros. To take care of the big fields, you have to sleep out there to make to protect them. Uh, they also cause them to fight with the, with the neighboring fields, who owns what. In other words, agriculture is a very difficult way to earn a living. It's nicer to have a nice, clean job and bring home a paycheck. All right, we'll stop here. Amar Papa and pick it up here tomorrow. I'm going to get a little bit ahead because tomorrow's Monday and tomorrow's a very long day. Have a good day. Shavuot Tov, Sarot Tovot, before Shlema. Kaltu.